The sermon for the fourth Sunday of Advent is from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. The sermon is entitled, Beyond Ourselves. Grace for us in peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In this season of Advent, as we look forward to what is to come, we are constantly reminded of what is beyond ourselves. Today in our gospel reading, there too we find the theme beyond ourselves as well. Joseph perceived one thing, but yet beyond himself, there he would receive the word that would point him to another. And even throughout the ministry of Jesus, Many people would witness Jesus performing miracles from the wedding at Cana to the raising of Jairus' daughter to the raising of, uh, of Lazarus. The list would go on and on and the crowds would say, yes, bread king, yes, military king, yes, health, wealth, prosperity king. But little did they know what Jesus truly came to do. And this was beyond their own ideas, beyond their own desires, and ultimately beyond themselves. And not only his miracles, but even his teachings, his words so profound as he taught the crowds, the disciples, and many would misunderstand as Jesus would say in John chapter 2, Destroy his, this temple, and in three days I will raise it up again. And the Jews said, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you will raise it in three days? Again, a reminder that the word of God is beyond our human comprehension. And there Jesus would, as you would know, would fulfill that very task, his death and resurrection. This temple would be raised in three days beyond ourselves. As we begin the season of Advent with the triumphal entry, remember there in late November, there too as the Hosannas were ringing out, little did they know what type of king they would truly receive beyond their own measurement of who that king would be beyond their own scope of what they wanted him to be or beyond themselves who would truly be the lamb of god who would reign for the sins of the world and today we are met with the story of joseph and mary joseph who was engaged to this mary but yet lo and behold She was pregnant. What was he to do? For this he knew it was not his own. But being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, he resolved to divorce her quietly. Yes, troubling this moment would be. If we were in Joseph's shoes I could guarantee the floodgates of betrayal or sadness or even anger or or resentment would infiltrate our hearts and minds. And we would ask, how could this be? You know, in our life of faith, as God has given us the promise of salvation, 
as God has given us the gospel. Yet as we endure in this life, there are many moments that many of you might be facing right now where you also ask the question, how could this be? Yet when we look outside of ourselves, there we search the scriptures, there we rest upon the scriptures and say, yes, that's right, Matthew 28, lo and behold, I will be with you until the end of the age. Romans 8, if God is for us, who could be against us? That's right. Yet within our frail flesh, our fallen minds, how quickly as we live from within, as we trust from within, soon the story is written with doom and gloom as they make their homes in our hearts and minds. These threads of disbelief continue to weave in our sinful flesh. And yes, we constantly ask the question, how could this be as we look within ourselves? Just as we heard last week in the sermon in regards to suffering, if God is so good, if if God is for us, if God is with us, why is this happening? How could this be? And this is the nature of our sin, that we want God to operate on our own time, within our own reason, by our own will rather than trusting in the word of God, rather than going to prayer and persevering through his word. There we go on our own way. There we trust that is which is from within. And there the devil is saying, go there, go there. He is pointing you to yourself, just as he pointed our first parents to themselves to trust in your ways, to flee to your own desires. Do you see this tension in your life? Do you see the spiritual attacks of the devil flinging every arrow in every which way? The common theme is to look within yourself. And this is the devil's tactic. With our first parents, that was the tactic. With you, that is the tactic. To dwell from within. But the question is, I have for you today, my friends, is, well, what is from within? Can we trust ourselves? Do you see how the subject I, the subject I, becomes the idol of your life. So caught we are in our carnal sinful flesh, so selfish and inward that we begin to operate as if God is the clay and we are the potter. Yet as we see our sin for what it truly is, as we dwell within our frail flesh and our brokenness, we quickly realize that we need the one outside of ourselves. We need the one that is beyond ourself. And what is this beyond? It is the grace of God, the free gift, God acting on your behalf. Because there is no other way. 
no other name, but only Jesus, who had come to the world to save people from their sins. See, the angel of the Lord appeared to him. This is how God works. It is the Lord by his grace that approaches humanity. From Abraham and Sarah, there he would give them the promise of Isaac. To Zechariah and Elizabeth, there the forerunner, John the Baptist. And now Joseph and Mary. It is our Lord who appears to them. From God to man beyond themselves. And there Joseph would hear the words, Do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Now this is where the story changes. For what Joseph initially perceived, everything was turned upside down. What a radical gift! By the word of God. And that day, he would be comforted. As our Lord would fulfill what he had promised. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Yes, Emmanuel. God with us. He was and is and is to come. The Word made flesh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, God with us. Not only God with us, but also God for you. And that for you is in the name of Jesus who will save his people from their sins. Indeed, Beyond ourselves, there God comes to us, as God is for you. How gracious our Lord is, that even in the midst of our own sin and death, He sends His Son to this dark world to rescue us, to make us alive, to work salvation for each and every one of you, to be your redemption, to pay the price, to purchase you, buying you back by his precious blood. This is the measure that he took upon himself to save you from your sin, to give you triumph over death, to reconcile you to God. Because this is how God works. This is how God operates. And that is beyond yourself. That's how much our Lord loves each and every one of you. That his mission is of the cross. And there our Lord would be lifted high upon the tree. And little would they know. That though many would see Jesus on that tree, on that cross, saying we've defeated him, he has lost the battle, the devil snickering, saying he has won. Little did they know beyond their own human comprehension what Jesus had come to do that day, and that is to crush the devil's head, that is to shed his blood for the forgiveness of their sins. 
that is to be the true king that would defeat death and give life to the world. And so it is for you. This is what has has been done beyond yourself. You and I both cannot save ourselves. We cannot merit our way to God. We need to be made alive. And our Lord has done just that. Not only did he die for the sins of the world, but he rose on the third day. The resurrection. That is beyond ourselves, isn't it? It's only our Lord who would deliver this victory for you. So take comfort, my friends, because this is your eternal blessing that would flow from the empty tomb of our Lord that is indeed beyond ourselves. You will name him Jesus, for he will save people from their sins. The gift from above, from God to man, the remedy in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is your gift. It is yours, given to you by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And there by his work, my friends, you are forgiven. That even in the midst of all the challenges and all the sufferings and all the attacks that the devil throws at each and every one of us, take comfort, my friends, because what is beyond yourself is Christ who has delivered you his victory, who has published you by his very blood, the words of eternal peace. So profound this is, as your faith rests upon what is beyond yourself. I know the tension, my friends. This week, as you know, as me and my family aren't here with you today, There were many moments where, indeed, from within, there was much struggle. But yet, as we dwell upon God's word this day, from outside of ourselves, it is all too clear. The story has been turned upside down, from the darkness to light, from what seems to be defeat to eternal victory, all by the word of our Lord, all by the promise of God. Friends, this day, take heart, because your faith is beyond yourself. Because what is beyond yourself is Christ, who is for you, for the forgiveness of all your sins. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. 
Thanks for listening to the Sunday Sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.